All right, here we go. Primetime Titans. It's JG. This is Pettit. Sorry, we did not practice that one. (laughs) (laughs) I usually point to each one of them, and I didn't point this time because I just thought Pettit would know that he was next. Yeah, yeah. I think he just just zoned out there. No, I think you just didn't point, and I wasn't sure. (laughs) I thought maybe you were going to keep talking. (laughs) That's fair. That is definitely fair. Um, Robert is uh, not here on this one. Um, We might have him uh, for the – I have him to call in for the – Bengals uh, preview episode that's later in the week but yep. first time caller long time <laughs> yeah long, long time, time first talker. time um yes so we're here to talk about the Packers and specifically their loss against the Titans came uh last Thursday um so a little bit later pod but um uh I mean what a win we're super excited about it so Pet and I are actually watching the highlights as we're recording this, um, and we just saw the Christian Watson touchdown. That was just an absolute mess. Um, shout out Dylan Cole for returning the blocked extra point uh, for like eight yards. But um, but yeah, so clearly there's a lot to talk about this game, Pettit. Yep. First, though, we want to talk about – it stinks, but we got to talk about it. The morning after the game, I guess it was a little, a uh, little bit of celebration on the plane ride back. Some drinking was happening, and our offensive coordinator Todd Downing, I'm sure everyone has seen it, uh, drove home, was speeding on his way home, and got pulled over and got a DUI. What do, what do you think about that, Pettit? Um, yeah. That, that happened. I know uh, it was on Moore's Lane, in case anybody's familiar with Moore's Lane. Um, it was about 4.50 in the morning, something like that. Um, there are – it It really is a, a bummer because the league, especially the Titans, after uh, Isaiah Wilson, are very aware of how a DUI can be avoided, especially with the Titans having um, – the NFL especially has a deal with Uber and Lyft where – you get free like the, the team in the the team get free reimbursement on uber and lifts so it's kind of unfortunate that you know he could have easily just done something like that um and avoided driving so there are a lot of things in place to avoid drinking and driving in the nfl and roger goodell came out after the todd downing incident and i believe someone else there was another incident of drinking on the plane the taylor heineke him having the the beers uh, on the way back from the Eagles game. Yeah. So he came out and was – they are not happy. They are no, like they're not. Alcohol is not prohibited on the planes, I blah, mean, blah, that, blah. Yeah. So, DUI uh, is no joke. I'm glad no one got hurt. So they're not thrilled at all. There's, you know, there's going to be a lot of uh, – I think a lot more policy in place to avoid drinking on the plane. And, I mean, we it's, it's Tuesday morning. We still don't know what's going to happen with Todd Downing. Do you think anything will happen with Todd Downing? No. You don't no. think he'll be like suspended or anything? No. I mean, yeah, he called probably his best game ever as a Titans play caller and then just gets a DUI. What I straight up think if he doesn't beat the Packers right there in the way that he did with, <laughs> you know, the the passing game coming yeah. alive, the creativity on some of the plays, I don't know if he has a job. 
<laughs> I mean, that's not, that's just like an that excuse bet. to fire him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I could, I could see him being punished in a certain way, just like internally. Um, oh, I'm sure he's but, getting some, yeah. Yeah. Fines are for sure coming his way. Yeah. Um, but golly, man, you can't just be smarter. Like, just get, like you said, get an Uber, get a lift home. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think, uh, you know, I don't want that to take away from how great the win was, but it definitely, you know, the next morning it kind of did. Like yeah. in, in reality, it sort of put a damper on a lot of uh, everyone's moods after an incredible win. Yep. But we're not going to let it ruin it completely. Um, so I think we should talk about the offense first because that was awesome. Like what we actually had an offense and we actually did stuff in the second half too. Yeah. I don't, I mean, where has this been? What I know Tannehill's been hurt. Um, and you could say, yeah, like, I mean, the Broncos game, the offense was alive as well. Somewhat. Uh, Nick Westbrook Aquino was at least. Yep. Um, but I mean, what did this game do for you for the offense moving forward? Did this make you think that, wow, we could actually be something? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's kind of scaring me that I'm feeling that way. It was, and again, the Packers aren't this like incredible, the best team in the league by any means, but to show that you are dominant on offense and it was the best overall game the Titans have played this season. And in Lambeau field, like at Lambeau field. Yeah. That's a hard place to get, hard place to go, and do that. Yeah, and I mean it's it's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he just came off a big win against the the Cowboys the week prior. Um, yeah, it was setting up to be an all time Titans disappointment. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, the the like the Packers finally figured it out as they're about to play us on a Thursday night. They're going to kill us in Lambeau, all that stuff, and then we just go in and deliver. Yeah. And honestly, okay, I know you said you want to talk about the offense, but the Packers O line played well. It wasn't like Rodgers we had one sack. It wasn't like Rodgers was like getting sacked, and that's kind of why their offense wasn't doing anything. It was like it was like all coverage, like things were covered, and that was very very impressive too. Because it was normally it's the the D line kind of getting there fast. So it was even more just like a very inverted game on how we'd normally play, but. To go back to the offense, Tannehill, I would argue – Slicing and dicing. His best game as a Titan, maybe? Top I mean, top, top four. Probably, but um, some of those 2020 games, he would go absolutely off. Yeah, that's fair, but he I was – like He had like four incomplete passes. Even like the Raiders game in 2019, he kind of had a huge game that game. But he he, did, that, he, he did, did throw an early interception. Yeah. We made up for it with an incredible tackle on the yeah. interception return. Okay, excluding 2019, probably probably his best game as a Titan. Yeah, I mean, even if even if you still include that 2019 run and then 2020, like that for sure is up there. Um, I mean, of recent, absolutely. I mean, every time he threw the ball, I was like, okay, this is going to be good. And, <laughs> like, we – Robert Woods was open. And these are like Jair Alexander is a really good corner. They were missing Eric Stokes, uh, the corner for the he's drafted from Georgia. Uh he's been a really good player for them ever since his rookie year last year. 
He did get hurt, so he was out. They were they were uh, missing Rashawn Gary as well, one of their best rushers. So, I mean, they were a little banged up, but it's not like they're just a lousy defense. Maybe this year they haven't been as good. But, yeah, I mean, dude, Tannehill looked awesome. Tannehill looked incredible. And, it, like, I think you made this point, Pettit, uh, like a few days ago. If you look at the snap count and the – the number of receptions and like you just look at the box score the box score that you see is exactly what you need to see for the titans to win football games yeah i think targets for for Traylon, targets for robert woods targets for austin hooper and chig barely seeing you know like cody hollister low on the list of receptions and yards nick westbrook akina yeah he can move the chains every once in a while but he doesn't need to be the featured guy like it it needs to be trailing one, probably Robert Woods two, and then Hooper and Chig three and four, right? Would you would you say? And then sprinkle in Hilliard and Derrick Henry as well. Um, but I mean, I, I don't know. You you can't really you can't really complain about the Thursday night game. You know, Tannehill did have an interception that you know he kind of he didn't see uh, Douglas. I think was the one that got it, but. Man, I it's scaring me how excited I got from this game. Yeah. Because we've seen, as good as the offense looked Thursday night, we've seen a pretty dang bad offense throughout the year. Yeah. To where, like, at any moment, that offense could probably come back. Yeah. I have been saying this for the last three or four weeks. Maybe not on the pod every time, but – uh Good things happen when you throw the ball to Austin Hooper. Yeah. Good things happen. That guy that guy is great in the passing game. Um, I, I mean, I believe he's a great blocker. I think he should be in almost every play. Jeff Swam should be fired. Um Well, I mean, that was you know, that's old news. Yeah. He should have been fired last year. Austin Hooper is just he made the last man, what, five, six weeks, he's just been making these catches. And just moving the chains yeah. and then makes that touchdown. I mean, he just makes things happen. He's been starting to have ever since that, I think it was the Raiders game. game. It was Colts. Or, yeah, Colts, Colts. When, when he caught it and just yeah. didn't roll over for the first down. Oh, oh. No, yeah, I no, think that was the Raiders. Yeah, Raiders game. Sorry. Yeah, and I remember being just furious at him. And ever since then, he's like delivered on getting first downs. He'll get, he'll like catch a ball two or three yards behind the sticks there's going to be a defender there, and he just like either breaks the tackle or fights through it for the first down. It's incredible. And the thing is, he he makes one to two like kind of snags every game too. Like <laughs> yeah, like hard catches. That, I mean, like, the catch they have for, for uh, his second touchdown, yeah. like that was a bullet from Tannehill, and he secured the catch, and then you know that was it. It was a touchdown. Um, so we've just seen in the highlights the the two-minute shot to uh, Traylon Burks at the end of the game to basically rub it in, um, which I don't know if you've seen this, but that was a that was Vrabel getting back at Matt LaFleur from a few years ago on Sunday Night Football. Aaron Rodgers threw a deep one to uh, Devontae Adams late in the game. And so Vrabel remembers. Wow. He's going to remember that stuff. Wow. I'm sure that was Vrabel uh, calling for that. Um, but, yeah, dude, like – you're right. Austin Hooper, I don't know why we hadn't gotten him involved uh, earlier in the year. Obviously, just figuring things out. I mean, you could say the same thing about Chico Conquo. 
Good things happen when you get the ball in his hands. Good things too. happen when he gets the ball. Yeah. Um. So okay, the defense a little concerning, but before we get to the defense, let's hear from our sponsors at DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. They have just a ton of options, same-game parlays, weekly specials. They also got DraftKings. They got squares. If you don't know what squares are, you can basically guess what the score is going to be at the end of each quarter. Say it's 7 nothing at the end of the quarter. You can bet on that, and it's plus odds. It's incredible. Um, that's my experience with DraftKings. You know, I, I love the same game parlays, uh, all those props. And right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Place the same game parlay and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Like I said, love DraftKings. It's my go-to this week with the Titans and the Bengals. Big game, big time comeback. Um, you know, I'm not sure <clears throat> how it's going to go, um, but I am going to look at the team props, whether it's betting on the Bengals or the Titans total touchdowns, I'm going to go Titans. It's plus 120 for over two and a half touchdowns. And you betcha with the new offense. Well, not really new offense, but new found offense, I guess. I'm going with them over 2.5 touchdowns. So they're going to score at least three plus 120. That's, that's my pick. Let's do it. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now use code tppn place a five dollar bet on any nfl team to win their game and get 150 dollars in free bets if they do only at DraftKings sportsbook with code tppn minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details okay so the defense kind of had uh a little bit of scares down the stretch of the game with Danico autry and christian fulton both out for the game. Um, Trey Avery actually came in and did really well for Christian Fulton. I think you were saying he was the highest graded PFF grade in, yep. on defense. Yep. Um, so, I mean, he did pretty well. He played very well. He yeah. played very, very well. Very well. Um, Danico Autry's injury was very, very scary because it looked like he was holding up his knee. Um, I think there are rumblings – He's maybe not going to be out as long as we thought, which I don't know about you. Who would you say is more important to the defensive line, Autry or Bud Dupree? Autry. Yeah, yeah. I would too. Yeah. Um, both very important, but Autry is like, he is such an unsung hero. Yeah. He's incredible. Yeah. Um, so we definitely need him healthy. So if that takes a game or two, like we might have to, we might have to stomach that. Um, Christian Fulton and his hamstrings mm -hmm. still – I don't know why our, our hamstring guy is still employed. We need to fire him. Um, <laughs> it was so I mean, funny. I was listening to the fourth quarter on the, the radio, and uh, Amy Wells is was, like, reporting on Christian Fulton's injury and goes, yeah, I'm on the sideline. And, uh, like, basically she came on and she was like, 
I'm going to, you know, investigate and try and figure out some more. And then later she comes back on. She goes, yeah, confirmed. Uh, Christian Fulton has a hamstring. And I, in my mind, I was just like, yeah, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad, glad he has, he has one. Yeah. <laughs> we want to know if it works or not. That's what we care about. I didn't about. know if you were about to say that Coach McGinnis was going to say, like, well, I hope so. Um, man, the the broad – like, it's such a refreshing thing every now and then. Like, if you got to drive during a game, you just get in the car, pop on Mike Keith and Coach McGinnis, and yeah. they're awesome. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the defense, like you said, you brought up the defense earlier. The pass rush wasn't really that much of a thing. The well, offensive line, like – yeah, one, I know we didn't get any sacks. I guess we pressured some. One thing I want to say is, by the end of that game, by the end of that Packers game, there were three starters from our original lineup. From the very beginning of the season, there were three starters that remained in that entire game. It was Kevin Byard, David Long, and Jeffrey Simmons. That was it. Every single player well, is a backup Roger McCre- of some kind. Roger McCreary? I guess he wasn't a starter. At he the wasn't, I would have said Elijah Molden was the starter over him. Yeah, well, yeah. Start of the year, Elijah Molden was hurt. No, but so, well, what I'm saying is, like, roster straight up, who would have been the starter yes, coming into the yeah, season? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Because, yeah. I mean, same thing with Rashard, uh, Rashad uh, Weaver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like... I see what you're saying. Every Almost every single player was a backup. And so... It's just like... And then we just shut down Aaron Rodgers. It's Vrabel, man. Like, Mike Vrabel, I want him to be the coach for the Titans for years. Yeah. He's incredible. I, that's just, and then it wasn't even just that some of those players weren't starters. I mean, some of those guys were called enough to, you know, potentially be starters elsewhere, like Richard, uh, Rashad Weaver. You know, a guy like that, and you know, uh, Tart is a guy that can start elsewhere. Things like that. You know, Andrew Adams is good. We, Andrew but, Adams has been a beast for yeah. us. Like that's so awesome. But the, I mean, Greg Maben, who has been a Titan before. Came into that game late, very, very late into the game against the Packers. Hasn't played football in two and a half months. Two and a half months he hasn't played football. And he, he, I think he had a pass defended. And it was just like, that guy. Step I, up, man. Yeah, and then, you know, uh, Trey uh, Avery came in and did very, very well. And yeah. you know Aaron Rodgers saw that that guy came in and was like, I'm going to that yeah, guy. Yeah, going to go to him, yeah. So, Dude. defense stepped up big. I just, like... It's just crazy how you just can't count this team out. Um, now, if we go down multiple scores against a good team like the Bills, maybe you can count us out. Can count us out. But, um, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, let's move to – I kind of touched on it earlier, but, like, what does this – what is something you're going to take from this game moving forward? that you feel like the rest of the year, you know, it we're either going to keep seeing something from this game or does it give you some confidence from this, like something that gives you confidence from this game? What, I don't know, what what is something that you, that you see there? Well, I mean, there's newfound life in the passing game, for yes, sure. Definitely. And I think, I hope to see that continue. Passing to Hooper, passing to Burks. I think Robert Woods is about to come on the scene a little bit. Uh, I mean, we had a couple passes to Derrick Henry, who had a 54-yard run or, or pass and catch. Um, and he had a pass he as had well. A pass. <laughs> so he did have two completions in the game. We we saw that stat and we kept wondering what was the other one. He had he was in Wildcat and he had like a uh, 
like a jet sweep type oh. thing where you you yeah. shuffle it forward to yeah. It was Traylon Burks coming around. Yeah. So he had two he had two completions in yeah. that game. <laughs> and he called himself a young Peyton Manning. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah. So the I, passing game is alive. Passing game is alive. I still think the concern, which is it's so sad that we can pick up somebody on the street and they can be very good on defense, and yet we still don't have an O line. I mean, the O line is still like Tannehill. I think his play was so impressive. Even Derrick Henry getting 84 yards was so impressive because the O line is so bad, like so bad. Tannehill was getting rid of the ball so fast. And that's what you, I mean. That's what we got to do. I mean, like, even we need did to he do. get sacked three times? I don't know. I remember one specific sack where I think the it was either Preston Smith or the Kenny Clark guy. I think he just destroyed Dennis Daly. Yeah, and just crushed him. Yeah, and went right through and just came from behind and, and tackled Tannehill. Um, I don't know how many times he was sacked, but he was definitely pressure. He was. I don't know. I think getting the ball out quick is definitely. What we're going to need to see. Agreed. I just think with our O-line, it's almost going into a game, you have to expect Tannehill to get sacked three times. Yeah. Like, no matter how well Tannehill is playing, he's getting sacked three times. Yeah. So, for me, it, it definitely piggybacks off of what you're saying. But having – and I we, we touched on this before the trade deadline. Um, as we were coming up there, we were thinking we might trade for a receiver and stuff. The importance that Traylon Burks has on this offense, especially after seeing seeing that on Thursday, is I mean, it's it's insane. He Traylon Burks can legitimately be like this offense's saving grace, I yep. guess. Obviously Derrick Henry is, you know, super important and always gonna be very important. But including Traylon Burks in that is is insane because the the play action game starts to become a threat. Deep ball starts to become a threat. People start to like having to worry about that. Opens the box for Derrick Henry. Yep. Or if you're sacking the box against Derrick Henry, we can go for trailing deep. Um I think we need to keep seeing that. I think we need to keep going for him. I think I'm gonna start to get to a point where um Robert was last year with AJ Brown like throwing the ball fifteen times a game. I think we need to throw Traylon Burks the ball at yep. least ten times a game right now. Yeah. Um so yeah, I, I I was very encouraged by that. Um, I think defense, you just gotta keep doing what you're doing, yeah. um, whether it's generate a pass rush or um, plug up the run game. I mean, we're playing really well against the run. So, man, it, it this game it's hard to not get insanely excited about a game like this moving forward. Um, so I mean that is just incredible. So I I you know. I had a blast watching that. Um, it was a great birthday gift, for sure. Uh, they played on my birthday, so it was a nice little birthday present. Um, so, shout out Titans. Thanks for doing that. I knew you were doing that for me. Um, but, man, do you, ha- do you have any other like final thoughts as we kind of sign off? Um, one quick thing to note that I saw was, um, I believe since the, which game was it? wasn't was it wasn't the Bills game. I think it might have been the Bills game. The Titans the most points we've allowed is 17 points. Uh we did give 20? up 20 to the Chiefs. But so, tw- so, oh, so 20. It might be 20. I think it's 20. Yeah. I mean, we our defense like points allowed, they've got to be number 1 or something like that. 
It's up there. Broncos have been up there too. We basically um, just do not allow much scoring on us, which is wild. And sometimes we have to because we don't get as many points ourselves. <laughs> yeah. We we, had, we we passed 24. We got to 27. I yeah. I remember that <laughs> happened and I was like, we're like, is this a course we're we winning this game? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So, I, you know, that there you have it. That's, that's the Packers recap. And it's just, I'm just so excited. Like, yeah. Ever since the Chiefs game, Chiefs, you know, we, uh, you and Will and Hunter did the Broncos uh, recap, which thank y'all. Y'all did a great job. Um, but, you know, Broncos, the Chiefs game, the Broncos game, the Packers game, ever since that Chiefs game, we have, I've like really enjoyed talking about the Titans. Yeah. And throughout the year, even when we were winning, we were like, I don't even really want to talk about this team because mm-hmm. we're, our offense is terrible. Our defense keeps doing the job, but like, there's nothing else. Yeah, and now it's completely changed, and it's a ton of fun. And uh, yeah, I don't know. We're having a blast, and we got a big got a game, big huge game, game against the Bengals. Yep, huge game. Um, but yeah, so we got two two very tough games back yes, to back: Bengals and Eagles. Um, so yeah, there you have it. Titans seven and three. Looks so much better than six and four. So much better. We um, crossed the threshold of oh, this team's good. Yes. So, I mean, we're probably we're at least like a top ten, top seven team in the NFL. Yep. Um. So yeah, there you have it. Titans. Um, big time win for primetime Titans. I'm JG. I'm Pettit. And we thank y'all.